This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with most of our digital communications team, our digital media and marketing officer, Jennifer Alvarez, our digital guru, as I like to call him, Derek Konofalski, and our digital journalist, Liz Rowe. This is a special episode of our podcast to celebrate International Podcast Day. And this is really a celebration of the power of podcasts. So I thought we'd take some time to just talk about why we decided to start a podcast, this one, in the first place, and what some of our favorite podcasts are and why we like to listen to podcasts. And I wanted to say that I really think this is so interesting because I was actually really listening to a podcast today where they were talking about one of the ways that we could be engaging more even politically is through the power of podcasts because so many people are now listening to podcasts daily or weekly. And I thought that was really interesting to hear that as a strategy. And that actually came from Hillary Clinton. She talked about that as being one way that perhaps um, in the next election cycle, people could engage youth in more podcasting, which I was, I literally paused when I heard her say that. So welcome to you guys. And let's talk about podcasting. Sweet. So this podcast first. (laughs) I know exactly the reason we started this, Uh, and it's basically because there was so many requests for us to go and speak at conferences or at various government agencies about the different things that we were doing to bring Gilbert into the digital age, and it kind of just became, what, I don't don't know if you would call it a chore, maybe a little bit, just we, we felt like we were repeating the same things over and over and over to all kinds of different people. So what better way to share that than to kind of make a record of it and put it out in the world? Right. And it used to be that you would write a book. That seemed like the logical thing to do was if you had a presentation that you were being asked to give constantly or a topic that you were an expert in, you would write a book about it. And now it's podcasting, which I think is a far more engaging way and interesting way to keep people up to date. And um, it's timely, which is so cool. Oh, yeah, definitely timely. And I think the fun part is that we've not only been able to tell our story, but connect with others who are a part of our story or we've met um, in the industry who have similar types of stories. So um, we've been able to help share, you know, kind of what everybody's doing through this podcast, which is kind of fun to, to share that expertise across all channels. Yeah, podcasts are kind of weird because they're timely, but in some ways they're also timeless because mm-hmm. people can listen to them in whatever order they want. They can listen to them, you know, whatever dates they want. We had, if you look at like our stats or whatever we're trying to collect for stats on our podcast, we have a lot of people that still go back and they'll watch like one episode or sorry, listen to one episode and then go back all the way to the beginning of the podcast and listen to our first episode or, you know, they'll kind of pick and choose which ones they want to listen to, which I think is really, really cool that they can do that. Well, that's the great thing about podcasts too, I think, is that you can go through and you can kind of pick and choose because you might not have time to go through an entire series and listen to every Mm -hmm. single episode, but maybe you want to know about uh, topic that we're talking about, like behind the scenes with video or different things that we do like that. So it's kind of nice having that option to go through and pick and choose what you want to listen to at what time. Yeah. And I also like the fact that, I mean, for me, most of the time when I'm listening to podcasts, it's I'm running or I'm driving in the car, commuting somewhere. And it's not, um, it, it doesn't divert as much of my attention as something like a video. Like I love watching videos and, and vlogs on YouTube and stuff, but podcasts are just kind of a, a whole, you know, a whole other piece of the puzzle that makes all that information really accessible. So. Yeah. And we're living such busy lives that it's 
not used to be you would race home to watch the evening news. I mean, that's what everyone did because that's how you were up to date on what was going on in the world. And now what I love is obviously Twitter has changed that tremendously, but in a more engaging way, you can pick podcasts that you love or um, weekly ones, especially that have the most up-to-date news. And now daily you can get updates on, you know, a variety of topics. And like you said, Liz, picking topics that you care about versus just something random that you might not know. Yesterday I had a meeting with someone and they were asking more about um, what they should do in a presentation on technology and social media, and I directed them to the podcast and said, listen to these particular episodes of GovGone Digital, and that will help you. And even if you're not in government, I think there's a lot to be gleaned from this podcast. So it's really looking around and finding some of your favorites and, you know, things that have a host that appeals to you or topics that appeal to you, and then, you know, spending the time going, going through those. Yeah, I think the big thing about podcasts that stands out to me is the behind the scenes aspect. So whether that's getting to know a host who you might otherwise not be able to know in such an intimate, personal way, you feel like they're sitting there right with you on your commute or at home, Um, whether it's the host that you're engaging with or the topic that you care so much about, I think the, the big thing about podcasts is just that behind the scene element that you get that you really don't get with, uh, with any other medium. Well, they don't have to be perfect, right? People always think that their podcast has to be perfect. The audio has to be perfect. But if you really, if you listen to a lot of different podcasts, they you can hear soda cans opening in the background or dogs barking from people doing it in their homes. I mean, you can have a podcast and it can still be very valuable to your listeners and it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I also like to, I use podcasts as like reference material a mm-hmm. lot. And I love the fact that I can tell somebody, you know, just as an example with our podcast, when people ask me about Spark App League, you know, yes, I can direct them to our website or I can direct them to, uh, you know, various videos that we've done on Spark or whatever. But to be honest, it's it's really easy to send them to a specific episode of our podcast and then just tell them to listen to it because I feel like because it's very conversational, like thoughts get thrown around, people have questions that we then, you know, answer back and forth. You get a lot of info that you normally wouldn't get from like a pre-cut pre-planned video or whatever you know there's there's planning obviously that goes into the podcast but it's very free-flowing and free conversational and so I think people get like the real the 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 meat and potatoes of whatever the topic is and I do that with podcasts all the time you know not just ours but with one of my favorite podcasts is Star Talk and they talk about all kinds of crazy cool science stuff and I'll you know just reference that to people and just hey listen to this episode and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that's probably one of my favorite things about this podcast, too, is that as I'm listening to ones that I'm not participating in, I learn things about what Mm -hmm. you guys are doing on our team. I mean, we work very closely together, but there's still a lot that I don't necessarily know that you're doing on a daily basis when it comes to video or open data. And so even for me, listening to our own podcast, I'm learning things that then I can apply in my own position here on our team. So I can only imagine what others are gleaming from, um, you know, not being here day to day with our team um, from the topics that we're addressing. Yeah, and I wanted to throw out just some general podcast stats for this year because I looked it up because I was curious. But um, 112 million Americans have listened to a podcast this year already, and that's up 11% from last year. 67 million Americans listen to podcasts monthly, and 42 million Americans listen to them weekly. And it's interesting because it had been previously more common for people under the age of 25 to listen to podcasts, but now for the first time, a larger percentage of 25 to 54-year-olds are listening to podcasts monthly. That's more than any other age group. And I thought that that was really interesting um, because that seems to be kind of the working 
the working age, right? So it's a lot of commuting to probably commuting to their jobs every day or, you know, on the subway or whatever it might be. Because I know that used to be when I would lived in New York when I would read the newspaper. And now I'm thinking, oh, if I still had a subway commute like that, I would think of all the podcasts I would listen to. My husband has a longer commute than I do. And so I'm always envious because he gets, you know, caught up on all of these yeah. daily. And I'm like, I drive 10 minutes. Now, that's <laughs> something I've never heard before. Envious of somebody I with know. a commute. <laughs> But he'll tell me, no, I listened thanks. to this podcast today, and you know, or I listened to this one yesterday, and I'm like, man, I'm lucky if I can get through one or two in a week, um, just because of the time that I spend. I don't spend a ton of time in my car, so maybe we should do a seven to ten minute podcast. That like would actually be cool. Mini, mini podcast would be for the small cool. commute, the yeah. Gilbert commute. The yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> just actually kind of a, a funny segue because I think. To me, what was most interesting, like we have thousands of people that have listened to our episodes of podcasts, which already, I mean, blows my mind because um, I feel like we do talk about some pretty interesting stuff. But the the gamut of people that listen to our stuff, like we have people that work in government, but we also have people that are just like everyday residents in Gilbert that I've heard feedback from. You know, I'll, I'll somebody will ask me what I do for the town, and I'll mention the podcast, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I've heard that episode," and that's just kind of cool because yeah, I, I don't think that people that live, work, play in Gilbert have very long commutes but yet they've still found time to listen to the stuff that we're producing and they found value in it, which is awesome. Absolutely. It's amazing. And I think, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about who's our audience. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. what's that reach? I think when we started, we were really setting out with the intent to do this for other people in government who were looking to take their communications and make them more digital. So mm-hmm. if you look at the beginning episodes especially, we'll talk about the formation of our department and kind of how we got up and running. But it's really transformed. In fact, we did one episode on tourism recently that was more Gilbert-focused, I think. So you might you might glean something from it if you were from outside, but I think people in Gilbert will really love it. And I, I got a lot of feedback from people that stopped me in the hallway or family members that said, I really enjoyed that episode because I think it was different. And then we started bringing guests into the fold. And that's another way to really it does take a lot of preparation a lot of work I mean I don't want to you know discount that because I know it's not a lot of production necessarily if you know pre-production or um, you know post-production as far as the actual editing goes even though there's still audio (laughs) editing as Derek knows but I do think that you know having a guest on it does take a lot of planning and it takes a lot of Mm -hmm. time and it takes prep and you have to know you know what that you're going to have enough to talk about. And so there is a lot that goes into it. And we started out and we were kind of toying with, okay, we're doing this weekly, we're doing this biweekly. How's that going to work? And uh, we decided that, you know, it was very popular and obviously we want to be able to do these as much as, as we can, but we also have a lot of other things going on in our jobs. So it, it does take a lot of time. It is time intensive to record them and then obviously do the, the post-production and then the actual promotion of the episodes. Yeah, I, I like too, though, I mean, when you think about like how we set up the podcast, the even the tourism episode that we did, like we kind of made that one or, or aimed it more at like a Gilbert audience. But I think people that listen to that that aren't from Gilbert, you still kind of get a look into our thought thought processes, you know, as far as our team goes. But then also other people that work for the town, other staff, and things like that. So even it, just the the even though our intent was for one audience versus another, I still think you get a lot of really, really good info just from hearing people share ideas and bounce ideas off of each other. You know, I guarantee you people out there learn something listening to Corey, you know, talk about tourism and, and maybe it even helped some other municipality rethink their tourism strategy. You know, just because it was Gilbert focused doesn't mean it's limited to Gilbert. And that's, 
I mean, there's like a list of stuff that I love about podcasts. So yeah. We just keep going. Well, I think it would be fun for all of us to go around and say what our favorite podcast is. And I will start because you reminded me of the reason that I love um, NPR's How I Built This. And what's really cool about that is that I my favorite episode is um, from Blake Mykoski. He started Tom's Shoes. You may be familiar with it. And he is a friend of mine. And um, his sister um, was a college good college friend of mine and so I've known him but what was interesting was I didn't know a lot of the other backstory I knew he'd started this laundry service um, in college but then I didn't know what happened between then and when he launched Tom's and there were all these interesting things that he did like he went to Nashville and figured out how to sell ad space on for large murals on the sides of buildings to advertise new records coming out so he was able to lease wall space from these buildings to advertise I think it was um, Amy Grant's new album that was being released and build these partnerships and that was I had no idea that was another business he's had multiple businesses other than Tom's and I knew he was an entrepreneur and so forth but I didn't know the entire story and I found it so interesting to listen so if you haven't checked out how I built this I think it's an amazing podcast and every episode is someone different Kendra Scott they did who started the um, jewelry line and she ended up as a single mother and was trying to figure out a creative way to get her jewelry and then basically Basically, she got into Nordstrom, and from there, it just exploded in Austin. So some really amazing stuff, and I think very inspirational when it comes to entrepreneurial spirit. And so I think a lot about that, and it's just um, Guy Raz interviewing whoever the guest is that started. They had the person that started um, Whole Foods, which I was thinking about now that they've been bought by Amazon. And so it's it's just a really great one. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely, definitely do. Subscribed. Thank you. That sounds awesome. Perfect. It sounds awesome. It's amazing. I love it. All right. So um, I will go next. And my favorite surprise prize is The Science of Social Media by Buffer because um, I find podcasts as a way for me to stay up to date on the latest and greatest when it comes to social media. Everything's changing. And um, Buffer does a great job of doing timely um, podcasts where they bring on social media managers from major organizations to smaller organizations. And they talk about um, you know, the struggles that they go through or which platform they're on and why they use it and how they use it. And, um, you know, they do a great job of leaving like three takeaways for their listeners that you can either, you know, explore further or um, lessons learned. So uh, that is definitely by far my favorite podcast because it just helps me stay up to date on everything that I do here. Yeah, it's relevant to your job, which I think is also another we didn't mention. Yeah. Um, But those tools that are out there to teach you how, you know, to do your job better or um, to hear from experts in certain industries. I think that's really amazing. That's a good one, especially if you're into social media. Again, back to it used to be you would read the book, right? If you wanted to learn more Mm -hmm. about a particular topic or subject matter, you would go and check out the book or go and order it on Amazon or and now it's this amazing way and I think it transformed into audiobooks and then now into you know podcasting and now they do podcast notes so if you miss something they um, write it all out in podcast notes where they link back to things that they may have mentioned or um, so they make it really easy for you to follow up on anything that you may have heard in their podcast so that's a great that's podcast. awesome yeah I've never seen that yet yeah oh yeah check mm. it out all right love it 
Oh, is it my turn now? Okay. So I have a couple. I'm not going to go into quite as <laughs> deep of a dive. I'm just going to rattle them off and, and give a summary. So first one, I mentioned Star Talk. I love Star Talk. Um, it's just all about science and astronomy, and um, it's really cool. I also love the show about science, which actually one of our staff members here turned me on to. It's a show where a little kid explains science concepts, like his dad is a science teacher, and they talk about them, and then he describes them. Uh, I love This American Life, which also oh, then yes. goes to Serial, of which course. I thought was awesome. Um, and still is. I, I haven't, unfortunately, been keeping up on Serial as much. Um, I also really, really love uh, a podcast called Christian Hand Song Breakdowns. And what it is, is it's this guy named Christian Hand, uh, who is a music producer, and he has all the master recordings, all the song stems from some of the most popular songs ever. And he literally breaks down and you listen, like he'll play each instrument or each vocal track or each person and then like combine them. So you can hear like Bob Marley's isolated vocal track or you can hear like the Beatles and what each instrument sounded like and he was involved in every single one of the you know recordings for this stuff so he likes to go in and just kind of break them down and I, I think it's fascinating because a lot of the times there's songs that I've heard thousands and thousands of times that I never would have picked up on little little subtle things that they do in the songs and I just I think it's great it's fascinating something that uh I don't think I normally would be exposed to if it wasn't for podcasting. Okay, so I'm going to do a little plug here. ASU has this History of Beatles class that I took when I was in school. Uh-huh. I feel like you would love this because it's all about that. Like, I probably which would. Which instrument is this? Yeah. Um, it sounds exactly what that podcast is like. I probably would. Yeah. All right, Liz, you're okay. up. Uh, so my favorite podcast I started listening to when I was living in New York, and I would be on the train or I'd be walking to school. And it's, uh, it's called WTF with Mark Marin. And so Mark Marin is this comedian. He's really funny. He has a really, I don't know, interesting sense of humor. And he has really cool guests. So whether it's like a filmmaker like Warner Herzog was on his show, who's like this amazing documentary filmmaker, or Neil Young, who, you know, is like an epic, uh, you know, musician. He just has really, really interesting people and really interesting stories and then combine with his funny sense of humor. So. I like Mark Maron, too. Yeah. I loved his Netflix special. Yeah. I need to check out the podcast. I love it. it. I don't exists. even have time for the podcast that I already listened to. Thanks, guys. But our listeners had time for us, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I would ask any of our listeners to engage on International Podcast Day by... Um, sharing our podcast, Gov Gone Digital, with someone they know or someone that they think might be interested in listening or subscribing to our podcast or going on and leaving a review for us. And you can go on iTunes and tell us what you think about our podcast or ask someone else to do the same. We would really appreciate it. And happy podcasting to all of our listeners. We'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. <laughs>